Hello and welcome to Art Astoria. My name is Owen Wenner, your resident bardic storyteller, and it is my job to take you through the pages of Colors of Convergence, the first book in the Art Astoria series. Please follow all of our social media so you never ever miss a chapter of this fascinating tale filled with energy, chakra, chi, magic, or as we just call it, color. But let's turn the page. Chapter 7 Warmed. The guard had feather cut honey hair with rolled sleeves. Dense in stature, the men had recently been raised to this higher level of guard duty. Without words, he began racing towards the slave who encroached on his territory only to slide to a stop yards away. Owen stood there with a devilish smirk on his face as he lifted his hands. Something wrong? Even at his current level of strength, Owen was still emitting a startling amount of color. Making fists, the rookie guardsman tucked his arms in and they began to shine. The man breathed and focused, channeling his energy to his arms, asking his color to take over. Hairs abruptly rose like a fine chill had set in. Small strands began to grow and thicken, wrapping themselves together to form a deadly point. The strong, cohesive sheet reached out beyond the man's hands like a blanket of metal. With his forearms and fists entirely encased in giant silver spikes reminiscent of a lance's head. So you're silver, huh? Never seen it used that way. Cute. With his clenched hands, shoulder to finger became empowered by Owen's red. Resolved to end the struggle quickly, a thug dashed ahead. Once he was within striking distance, he began throwing direct jabs at the rebel. As every attempt seemed to almost land, Owen tapped them away. Chromium blows bounced off the reds and imbued palms with little force exerted. Realizing that his opponents was quite skilled in close quarters combat, the soldier began mixing in a barrage of crosses and hooks. The silver-speared punches continuously closed in before the slave's hands mythically appeared to intercept them. The contact made the noise of a sledgehammer striking steel as the discharge of energies escalated. Winning all of his previous fights had earned the silver this promotion, but it clearly hadn't been enough, or he couldn't land a single blow. In the midst of his barrage, he sent a mental spike to his color, encouraging his body to improve and increase itself. His arm's hair tightened, and his silver spear's tip sharpened and strengthened. Still, all of his increased moves were being easily redirected. He broke off, and finally, he disengaged. Owen paused for a moment, leaning his head around the human roadblock and inspected their position. Well... I was hoping to talk to you for a little bit. He had accidentally gotten pushed further from his goal just by dodging and blocking. But this is kind of getting to be bothersome, so I'm going to have to wrap this up. The enemy's livid groaning condensed before he could even respond. You're good. Maybe. I'll give you that. But the brothers will be back soon. An eyebrow was raised. Oh yeah? Still trying to catch himself. The enemy prolonged the conversation. Twins, actually. Here, we call them Slash and Shoot. I don't even think they know their real names. They'll tell you. They'll tell you and everyone else in here limb from limb. Hey, have you caught your breath yet? Owen heckled. Infuriated, the fighter re-engaged. The first attack was driven up into Owen's stomach but was slapped away, causing the guard to spin. Following through, though, a low swipe was delivered. As hoped, the red jumped over the attack. 
Silver pumped with full force as his armament climbed into the weakling slave's chin. Red exploded. Punching straight down onto the spear's tip reduced it to a pile of ash. The event occurred so fast that the corrupt caretaker didn't even manage to process it. Owen delivered a final shockwave, shattering multiple ribs and causing numerous internal organs to simultaneously burst. A mouthful of bile splashed out before the attack's blast sent the enemy flying from the bridge into the anarchy raging below. Owen calmed his red and began blowing cool air onto his knuckles as they emitted harsh steam. Hmm, he thought. What a sad way to warm up. Hello! As promised, I'm here to answer some of the fan questions that I received. If you have a question about anything whatsoever, the book, the story, the characters, please submit them to artistoriaseries at gmail.com. Artistoriaseries at gmail.com. But let's go ahead and get into these. All right. We have a few questions lined up. Number one, um, pretty common question. I saw a couple different people ask this over time and that came to the email. It said just generally, what is color? Um, pretty simple, as talked about a little bit in the first chapter. Color is just energy. It's just this kind of chi, chakra, magical energy that is swirling in the people on the continent of Artistoria. And it grows as people grow, as they use it more, kind of like any muscle. And as known now, there are six schools of color, if you will. They're determined simply by... Uh, we're getting some other questions here. But determined pretty simply by your family. It's a lineage thing. So if your mother and father are both red, there's a pretty good chance you're going to be a red too. There's a chance that they're both going to be red and you might be a red or you might be a blue if your grandparents were blue, as some might skip a generation. Um, just like hair or eye color works in the real world. That seems to be a pretty common one, asking about how colors transferred. And can you have more than one color? This is a good one. Um, no, you cannot. Um, no. Just know, you cannot have more than one color. Everyone is only given one, and others are given a color, kind of, but they can't actually use it. So they're more colorless and just kind of normal. But in this world, I really wanted to emphasize the fact that people are living. Um, in the first few chapters, you meet Bran. Um, he doesn't really have a color. He says both of his parents, to his knowledge, are blue, and he couldn't ever use any so he's just kind of normal, a normal person. But anyone can make a living in this world kind of like the world outside now. People who have a lot of great skills and abilities are able to do things. And other people who are just skillful and talented in other ways are able to do other things. Um, in this world, you could take on any career. You might just not be a prized fighter. Maybe you are and you're relying more on your hard work than your God-given talent of using your color in combat, if that makes sense. Um, other questions about some of the characters and some of their names um warstone is the character owen's last name this question is a little bit much but it's kind of interesting that they're asking about how the lineage is determined not color wise but by the name and um essentially you know the father or mother whoever's the whoever has the family they take on a name and they usually pick their own name for their family and that name is supposed to kind of describe them or describe what uh, trade they have or maybe a motto that their family um, has undertaken or a moniker that they have taken themselves and that gets passed on to their family members until one of their family members wants to start their own family and they can either carry on the family name or choose a different family name 
Um, for example, if uh, Owen made a family eventually and he was a, um, a, you never know, a blacksmith or a soldier or someone with weapons, maybe he wanted to make his uh, weapon gar as his last name. Um, maybe sounds silly, but every family has very strong values and traditions um, and a very strong sense of their own culture. So they're all kind of choosing their own name as they continue on. Okay, okay. Uh, how many kinds of color are there? Um, there are six listed uh, in the first chapters. Maybe they mean how many uses of color. There are infinite. Um, anyone can use their own color in any ways. I have a bunch. I don't even know how many characters. I could probably count, but it is, it's in the dozens. There's tons of characters in the book that are seen as using color, and some forms of color are pretty mundane. If you're a silver, you know people use their hair. And it seems kind of simple, but some people are just using it that way. They're making their hair a little bit longer and making it kind of act like a third arm to help lift or move things, even if it's not super strong. Some people are just using it um, to deal cards. So they have two hands here and their hair is doing something different. And on top of that, other people are using it to make weapons, as in the hair binds together and forms like a single sheet in this episode, we meet someone, a guard, who uses his silver like that. His arm hair kind of twines together and tightens and strengthens, and it doesn't really look like hair anymore because it's kind of glowing with the silver color energy, and it looks more like a javelin or a lance's head, and that is over his arms and hands, so that can kind of take different forms. Um, that's how silver is. Blue is the same way. Every color can be used a bunch of different ways. We're going to meet some characters coming up soon in the next few episodes that are reds and they use their color as mentioned in this slash and shoot kind of thuggish nicknames given to their brand of violence and fighting many other characters who are reds they could try to shoot the energy they could just try to lift it you know with their arms yellow is on the back they can grow wings and i kind of determined that bugs and birds and creatures have different wings but they don't all fly the same so there's a wide array of different wing types and structures that enable people to fly certain ways and some people can't even fly with their wings they can use them in other creative ways if they're yellow blues the simple one is super speed and running but there's a lot of other body parts involved so a lot of people might use it for jumping or kicking or just walking on walls or walking on water so the color is very free-flowing so if they use their color on their feet it kind of has this universal polarity property where it can kind of be molded and shaped into doing whatever the user wants to train and make it do. All right. Um, and some other questions about just kind of the story so far. A few questions. Well, I'll, I'll get to those in a second. But one about the story so far. Why are these people in the quarry? Why are they being taken? Um, the main characters, Lee and Owen, they don't know yet. They're interested. They're curious. They just kind of were walking outside and they kind of got jumped and they were taken here as kind of a prisoner slave. They weren't really sure why they were taken, if there's another reason. Um, but all they know is that they need to survive and they are going to do what they're told until they have a chance to be free. And right about now, they're trying their hardest to be free. We will see if it works or if they will be stuck in here for much, much longer. It is a uh, interesting place for them because there are no answers and there's no real way of getting answers because everyone's in the same boat and the guards don't seem particularly chatty. But the guards are obviously after one thing that is making these prisoners mine in this kind of open face style mine and digging down for any kind of jewels or gems that they can find in this region. 
Got some other questions about Lee specifically. I love these. They're saying that they uh, they, they don't like her. They don't really trust her. She seems kind of quiet when we first meet her. So they don't really see her expanding and opening up a lot and growing. Um, I guess we'll see. There's a lot of reasons that I think we kind of are hitting on already that Owen is more um, open towards the situation and more understanding of it. And Lee does seem the opposite, but she seems very quiet when bringing up other things. Um, she asked about Elder, and she seems to be locked in on that person, as Owen says it is. So I think that there are a lot of reasons why she is being quiet and careful with everything she's trying to do. And there are a lot more reasons that it's going to be revealed in the next few chapters as to why she is where she is why she acts the way she acts and why she even talks the way she talks um another question was about the cities that are mentioned in the first chapter and where everyone comes from that if you have to be born in a city to have a color or if you have to be born in a country to have a color no owen even asks lee if she's even been to amber which is the capital of orange country amber is the name of the city and anyone can be from there or anywhere regardless of color and another question about this one line, a very specific question. I like this. Um, Brian even asks Lee and says, you know, that there aren't many that he's ever seen as far as oranges go. And it's uh, it's not a rarity necessarily. It's not that oranges are rare or that no one believes they exist or anything like that. But not many, as Owen comments in the beginning, are allowed outside of the city of Amber. Now, as I said, if your family left a long time ago when you were orange, there's a chance that there could be, you know, an orange walking around in any country or any city. But a lot of them are in the walls of Amber. And we're going to talk more about that in future chapters as Lee talks about her kind of um, her upbringing and how different it was from most and the challenges that she's faced and why she's out here now. She does have a necklace that she wears around her neck, as she describes about, as she tries to go to sleep with it. She was able to hide it from the guards when she was taken prisoner, and that is a very big driving factor to why she is out and about in the world, why she left her family and everything she knew, and what she is after Elder for. But that about wraps it up. I think there's a bunch more little questions intertwined. I hope I hit everything and gave everything a pretty fair answer if there's anything else you guys want to know please message me back and i will send you directly the answer if i missed anything i'm so 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 sorry i'm trying to hit all the points and all the questions that i have gotten through this and have gotten recently and have gotten at other shows for everyone that i know is listening and that has these little thoughts please don't hesitate to reach out but anyway let's turn the page <laughs>